All right, welcome back to Level Up Crypto Show. I got all kinds of sound effects going. I got bulls. I got uh, I got rockets. I got THX sound effects. Uh, today we're uh, we got. Uh, do you got an AKA? You want to go by any kind of a uh, handle? Just go Corb. Yeah, I thought about you, dude. You got a, a awesome. You could be Crypto Corbin, you know, or Corbin Crypto. It'd be awesome. <laughs> But uh, yeah, welcome, welcome back, and uh, everybody. Thanks for listening, uh, downloading. I mean, you don't have to listen; just download. I guess that's all all I care about. But uh, yeah, I got Ke- uh, Kevin back, and uh, we're gonna talk about some. Man, it's been wild, wild times, ups and downs, huh? Oh man, it's been it's been crazy. A nice little bull run so far. Yeah, it. It, it got you got your your taste buds all going uh with all those all-time highs and now it's kind of retracting a little bit but i guess that's the name of the game huh so that's the noise right i mean it's gonna go up it's gonna go down it's gonna go up it's gonna go down you know uh we just hope it keeps on the upward trend here for a little bit least, yeah you know be nice yeah are you uh so what's on your uh radar these days oh man i've just been digging into the altcoins I mean, there's so many, like, so many businesses right now that are popping up, and, um, I mean, it's hard to keep up. Literally, there's, what, there's, like, 12,000 cryptos out there plus right now? You know, you know, obviously, I have a lot of crap stuff still, but there's lots of, lots of nice little nuggets in there. Yeah. Um, you dig around, you dig around on those, uh, kind of the, the smaller cap stuff, and that, that stuff is crazy, because it's just, you know, one day it'll, what's that? The smaller the cap, the more the potential. Oh man! One day it'll be you know eighty percent. You know the first day it it launches, it'll be like a eighty <laughs> percent. You know, increase. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of money to get it up. You know, if you're like at a, a million dollar market cap, and you know when you're starting out, like some of those start out. You know, million dollar market cap. It That's doesn't take crazy. much for it to shoot up. I mean, you know, another million bucks, and you know, volumes these days are so high. It seems like. But it doesn't take long to, to double those, those small ones real quick. That's crazy. So it is uh, November 12th. It's a Friday. Uh, I'm thankful that... Uh, um, what did you say you wanted your a- your alias to be? Corb. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm thankful for, for Corb coming on and um, being able to talk about it. It looks like Bitcoin is at 64000 and um so yeah, you're a little bit. Yeah, it, I always, you know what, I've been really watching your uh, uh, coin market cap page. That seems like that's a really uh, very nice page. It's much better than going to whatever exchange you're on and just kind of thumbing through stuff. Because I love the seven day, you know, the mm-hmm. the the market cap, all that stuff. Because uh, Bitcoin's still up on seven day, still up five percent. Even though it's kind of retracted from the all-time high, uh, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It got to six. Did it get to sixty-eight? Yeah, it got to sixty-eight thousand. Yeah. And um, but um, you know what I tripped out on, and I know you don't probably watch a lot of these blue chips as much, but uh, there were. I think it's uh, it's Coin Llama or Llama Coin or something like that, or maybe Llama Crypto, but uh, it covers the DeFi segment of crypto and it's uh it's interesting because they're they got a chart there where you can see the 
um, the market share per DeFi platform. Okay. And you know, one year ago to the day, uh, Ethereum, you know, cause they, they don't really, Bitcoin's not really used as DeFi, but Ethereum's sitting at 96%, over 96%, um, uh, dominance in the uh, DeFi market, and in one year, it's down to 64%. Yeah, dude, because there's so much stuff coming up. A lot of these other alt chains are starting to fire up. You know, they've been, I mean, Ethereum's had a lot of time to be, you know, in yeah. the space. They started early, so you have so much stuff coming up with what, Avalanche and Solana and Phantom and yep. some new ones like Harmony One. Terra, yeah, Terra's been, Terra just like, it was kind of a nobody, and it's it's now twelfth, you know, on on cap. It's like, geez, what happened? <laughs> but I guess yeah, that cap I guess that's just um, because it probably it shot up in price so much. But yeah, I thought that was kind of fascinating because you're, you know, people are you know very bullish on Ethereum, and obviously I see why. You know, a lot of almost you know what fifty percent of the the new coins you know, that are coming out, the new uh, projects that are coming out are running on some sort of Ethereum uh, blockchain. You know, they don't... It's like a layer two. Yep. It sits on top of Ethereum, but you can... It's its own blockchain on on Ethereum. Yep. In a sense, so, you know, you can still do transactions in there and not have to pay the ETH fees, which, you know, are, I guess, driving people mad with Ethereum when you're having average transaction fees of $150. Yeah. You got to spend some money. You got to spend some money to make it worth it. A lot of money. Yeah. You got to be dropping a thousand bucks just to get in on something, you know, cause you're, you're going to have 10 over 10%, you know, yeah. uh, anyway, but the, uh, so with, um, with the layer two, you, you don't have to pay the, the gas fee, and I'm kind of curious on Ethereum. I don't know if you know this. So if Ethereum says say goes to ten, it's at forty six right now. If it goes to ten thousand, does that mean the gas fee is going to be double? Um, like, no. Okay. It, 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 the gas fees are all dependent on network usage. Okay. Not necessarily uh, market cap. Gotcha. Um, so the more it's used, though, you know, when something's hot on Ethereum network, you know it because Ethereum gas prices go up. But they've been steady high, probably because of Shiba Inu, you know, um, Saitama is another one that's coming up. Um, you know, these, these projects that, you know, are, there's tons of projects on Ethereum. So the more people that are collecting and, and, and trading and the more of those fees are going to be And you know, they, they knew it was coming. That's, I guess, why they're working on the Ethereum 2.0. Um, but basically they're just out of bandwidth. And so they got to charge more for their bandwidth. Hmm. Yeah, I, I still haven't pulled the trigger on, on, um, you know, transferring anything to uh, MetaMask and you know picking up. You know, I still haven't got any Saitama or anything like that. But I yeah, have. I mean, it's, it's so tough on Ethereum. I've been playing. I mean, I played some early stuff on Ethereum when I got in. I guess it's been about a, only a month and a half that I've like been fully like heads down on it. Um, but. I played some Ethereum plays early and there was, you know, $50, $60 gas fees then. And I was, you know, kind of <laughs> like, oh man, you know, wow. but you know, I put in a few plays at, you know, four or 500 bucks just to make it worth it. Um, but now they're 150. So it's a little different. So that's why I've been playing most of my stuff 
on Binance. Basically, all my stuff in the last month has been on Binance. But there's equally more projects that are coming out, it seems like, that are multi-chain. So they'll have a Ethereum address. They'll have a Binance address. So their coins are, or their tokens are kind of split um, in multiple ways. Some of them are on Polygon. You know, some might have three or four. I've seen some with four out there um, where they're on four different chains. So it gives you flexibility to get something and not have to pay the ETH fees. Yeah, I noticed a lot of those uh, startup, kind of the newer stuff, It's a lot of it's going on Avalanche now, huh? That's uh... Uh, Yeah, I've seen some stuff going on Avalanche. I haven't, uh, I was actually just watching a video the other day on how to hook up my MetaMask to Avalanche. I haven't done it yet. Um, I think there was uh, something I wanted to get on there. I think Time, Wonderland Time. Oh, yeah, heard about that one. A, you know, it's a DAO, or it's, I guess, um, yep. staking protocol, essentially. With incredible, crazy compounding yep. percentages. <laughs> yeah, ever since you talked about Strong and um, Olympus, I've been definitely like any video I see on YouTube talking about those high staking ones, I watch it and mm-hmm. kind of check it out. But yeah, so yeah, most of my plays have been on Binance and they've been pretty good, man. I, I mean, I'm I'm into almost like 20 total cryptos. Half of the stuff's on Coinbase, and the other half on my MetaMask. And I only have like three or four plays on Ethereum, and I probably have about 10 plays on the Binance. Wow! And the Binance has been pretty good. I still haven't, uh, you know, I'm all signed up and you know got my bank account in there and stuff, but I have haven't actually made a purchase or anything yet. Mm-hmm. I need yeah, to do it. Far, I mean, as far as percentages go. You know, you look at my Coinbase accounts with stuff that's, I guess, you know, all the Coinbase stuff is stuff that's more proven. It's probably going to have more longevity. Um, you know, I had to do a certain amount of stuff just to get to Coinbase. So it's kind of almost like you're more stable. Yeah, your blue yeah, chippy still, still stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I think overall the market caps are already high, so your percentage growth is going to be less. And just looking at my portfolio, I think, you know, I'm, I'm like, what, 2x probably on my Coinbase por- portfolio right now. Nice. And where my um, DeFi portfolio with my MetaMask with, uh, you know, those plays are like 5X, almost 6X right now, which is crazy. So Um, do you, do you got any, uh, I'm just curious and I'm going to transition over to the altcoins, but uh, do you got any new ones? Yeah, my newest one right now, which has been crazy, has been um, French Connection Finance. Nice. Um, hold on, hold on. Let's let's go like this. I believe in you. Invest in the boy, see what we can do. Gotta keep faith for the revenue. Take advance to the bin while you climbing up the ranch. You my dust coin. I believe in you. All right, so now we're now we're over in the the uh, I, I almost call them penny penny stocks, but it's not. I mean, I think it's better than penny stocks, but yeah, all coins. So what you what what did you say? What was it? Uh, French Connection Finance. FC. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, um, French yeah, Connection. Is, you know, penny stocks are all shit stocks, and altcoins <laughs> are like new companies. So it's like a totally different. Uh-huh. You know, so much potential. Penny stocks to me are like some played out company that some pumper keeps fucking, you know, pumping over and over again, going to nowhere. But they they know how to pump the system and they make their money, but nobody else does. Where. You know, all these other ones, or, you know, not all of them, but mm-hmm. some of them, some select ones, you do your research, you know, 
they're a young company. So there's so much room for growth and potential in this whole space. And so if they're doing something, you know, that maybe a couple other people are doing or something new, then, you know, I, I don't know. There's a pretty, some pretty high ceilings out there when you start that low. Man, so the French Connection just just started last month, huh? Yeah. Um, nice. If you're looking at Coin Market Cap, yeah. um, I got in like on day one. Wow, nice, um, buddy. And I'll tell you how I played this because it was kind of weird, but I got in like day one, you know, at a certain level, and it's kind of you know day one's kind of tricky. You're not sure which way it's going to go. It kind of went down a little bit, but I didn't really put anything, hardly anything on it. Gosh, I think I put forty or fifty bucks on it, and it kind of jacked around a little bit and it went down a whole bunch, some whale sold. So then I bought a little more to, do, you know, to dollar cost average down uh-huh. and then it popped, it popped again. So then I was up, but then they started tweeting this weird shit and I don't know, I just lost confidence. So I sold it, put it into something else, you know, that essentially doubled and it was kind of some shit coin, but I just rode, rode the hot streak for a minute and then I cashed out on that. But then, then French Connection started to come through with some stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, now they're looking really good. Um, so I took that money back and I put it back on French Connection. And I think at that point it was like only like 165 bucks or something. So it wasn't, wasn't nothing crazy. I was like, you know, I, I'm feeling good about them right now. And they're still down low, way low. And so, like, I don't know, within two weeks, they probably 5X on that. Huh. And then, so it's a credit card based, uh, DeFi. Yeah, basically it's fiat to crypto, or uh, crypto to fiat payment. So if you have the Visa, it's almost you know what Crypto.com is doing, but it's for e-commerce. So not just some, something in your wallet, you know, huh. like a PayPal type or yeah something like that. That's going to be basically have your crypto backing it, but able to buy anything. So I mean, there's a number of different companies coming out like that you know maybe five or six more popular ones like amp or alchemy pay or bnb pay you know fcf but fcf offers some interesting payback because five percent i think or is it ten percent of their there's a ten percent tax on transactions and a certain percentage goes back to dividends that pays all shareholders hmm but the, and it's actually pretty high. Yeah, it says nine percent. Yeah, so, um, huh. so depending on how many coins you have, you'll get a certain level of payout every day in BNB. So you went, uh, you went through uh, Pancake Swap to buy that through yep, Binance. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. Okay. I still haven't done that process yet. I need to just do it just to. F- just to get it figured out. Yeah, with BNB, it's way easier because it's way cheaper. You don't have to worry about the big fees and stuff. So, what you gotta, what you gotta do is have a Binance.us account. Yep. And then you withdraw, essentially transfer your BNB into your MetaMask. So you buy? Do you buy BNB coin, like the expensive one? Is that what you're doing, or you're yep. buying the dollar valued one? No, you buy the expensive one. Okay, okay. It's like six hundred and fifty gotcha. for a BNB. So, gotcha. You know, I might do like three hundred or something, and then transfer that. So sometimes there's a when you do the withdrawal though, you know, you have to set up your MetaMask with a smart chain, and there's tutorials on how to do that on YouTube and different things. So you got to set up your smart chain on your MetaMask. 
Gotcha. And and you have to use there's two different BNB protocols. There's BEP two, B E P two, and then there's B E P twenty. So in order to get it on your MetaMask, you have to use B E P twenty. Now what I've found on Binance is that B E P twenty only seems to be available about half the time. So I just transfer it when it's available to transfer. Huh. It'll be like network not available is what they'll say. Now, there's a way around that. If you have a Binance.us wallet, you can transfer your BEP2 into your Binance US wallet and then convert it to BEP20 and then transfer it to MetaMask. So it's another mm-hmm. extra couple steps. Um, and I've done it both ways. Uh, I, I think that is that because pan- there's no one on the opposite side on PancakeSwap that's willing to trade you? Is that what that usually is? or No, I don't know why, why, why I don't huh works part it's of the like, time on on binance.us i i don't know to be honest. okay yeah because i noticed uh i have a crypto.com card and uh i was using it a lot for you know the beginning of the year like i you can look up you know how many times you used it mm-hmm. and um i was basically trying to just use it like just like my debit card you know i'd charge it up through the week and then just use that to buy things mm-hmm. and um it was it was working good, you know. You get you get your crow, get your uh, crow coins in there, and I still have them and stuff. So like, I'm pretty happy. But I wonder. I started to get nervous because I I heard, you know, I didn't confirm this. This is where, where like tax season this year is going to be pretty pretty interesting. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like I I started getting nervous because I heard that each you know when you buy a six pack at the store with your crow card with your crypto card that that's a taxable event, you know, right there. It is, a, it is a taxable event, but it's all based on what you got your co-coin for and what it was worth when you actually made the purchase. Oh my if gosh. It gained, if it gained dollars, yeah. then you have to pay the difference in dollar it gains and tax wise. So it can get pretty tricky, but yeah. How, how is that going to work when you got to do your taxes? Well, I actually Holy found crap. Um, I, I, I started to do taxes. I was like, I'm taking a, a couple week break from trading. I need to get my, transactions lined up and i was like i spent like freaking two hours going through spreadsheets and crap and <laughs> just getting complicated because i'd had you know a few hundred trades and like three different accounts oh jeez, uh-huh. just like, fucking nightmarish yeah and so i was like started to just i mean i'm like dude there's got to be an app out there for that so i found one called coin tracker i think is what it's called oh okay and you just sign in with like your google account and you can create like these APIs that talk directly to your wallet for view only. Uh-huh. So I set it up to point to my Coinbase, point to my Binance, and point to my uh, Crypto.com account. So it reads the transactions automatically and automatically does your taxes for you. So wow, <laughs> this is uh, okay. This is cool. So I was uh, so you have to pay for the tax service when the season comes but uh, you know in the meantime you can use it on its limited service for free just so you can view your stuff but when you want your tax detailing your tax documents what i'm going to do is just sign up for like a month mm-hmm. get my tax get my tax stuff and then you know and i think it's 179 dollars or something like that but it's totally worth not having to deal with a headache of trying to figure all that shit out yeah i'm I, i'm i'm not gonna do a big spreadsheet that's ridiculous mm-hmm so like I, I at this point I was just I was just gonna you know uh, you know because I do I did see it last year when I did my taxes there is a check 
box now that says, did you invest in crypto? Any cryptocurrencies? Yes, I had the same thing. Yeah, did you see that? And, uh, you know, I, I hadn't obviously invested at that point yet, so I didn't click it. But I'm wondering if you just click that and then just don't submit anything, you know, what would happen type of thing. Because, I mean. You have to submit something. Well, I mean. They're probably going to another sheet that tells you, okay, what what are your, you know, give us the tax documents on it and tell us what your total input is and tell us what your total output is, you know, what's your, what's your profits or losses, you know, it's at the end line and then they'll and then you'll probably submit your document with that because i've had to do it with stocks before in the past oh okay you know i just made a spreadsheet that showed all my transactions and what my oh dude my profit and gains were that's profit or losses were (laughs) that almost makes you not want to participate in in this just that alone (laughs) i'm like oh man But but that's where the uh you know that's where the that, that software comes in. I think there's another one too called Coinly, but um, huh. there's a couple of them out there that, that once I found them, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be okay. I'm gonna have to definitely look into the Coin Tracker because you know I really want to keep using the the Crypto.com card, and uh, I have well, I think that's a, a credit card, so I don't know if that counts, but I, I have the BlockFi. Uh, I don't know how it, credit you know, it shows card. up on your. I don't know how it shows up on your app, like if you're using a Crypto.com card. Does it show up on the crypto.com login? Can you go look at your transactions? Yes. Show up there? Yes. Okay, good. And they should easily be able to be downloaded in there. And just printed from there. I'd, I, my, you know, my theory at this point would just, you know, I'll put in some of my trades and some of my cash outs. I haven't cashed out very much, but put in my trades and then the profit cash out. But, you know, I'm, I, I wasn't going to go super detailed. Just, just put something like you said, put something in there. And then kind of see what happens after that, because I yeah, there's there's there, there's no way they're going to be able to validate. Like, there's no way they're going to be able to check all that. Well, if it's incomplete, they're more likely to come looking than if it's a good looking document. Yeah, I just, I mean, it, you, you know, I'm not going to put, you know, maybe I put three or four, but I'm not going to like, I mean, because like you said, I got there's there's at least. 200 different transactions that have happened. Yeah, but if you got the software, then it's going to do it for you. No big deal. Oh, my gosh. That's just going to be crazy. And, and, all you, and it'll just be a tax document. And you just print it out, and you just staple it to your taxes. Or wow. Send it to your taxes. Because it seems like it would only be an issue if you made, like, a significant amount or you lost a significant amount and you're trying to claim that. You know, I could see yeah. that you know, raising some sort of flag to them. Like they're going to look into that. But if we're talking, you know, for me, it's like, geez, I mean, we're, I'm not, I don't think I made a thousand bucks on any trades. Right. But it goes against your, it goes against your total income, total household income on the year. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like income essentially. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously the shitty part of how, you know, doing crypto. Yeah. That is the taxes. And then of course, if you're doing shorts, which is trades under a year, you got to pay an extra 20%. So, you know, you end up probably paying 50% in tax. So you make 500, just assume whatever you make in crypto, 50% of that's going to the government. Yeah, I've kind of figured that too. Because at, <laughs> at one point, I, you know, seeing this this bull run coming, you know, I, we're, I don't even think we're halfway through with it. That, you know, like I've, I've eyeballed my 401k going, okay, if I just pulled a big chunk out and, you know, basically made one big trade that I could, 
uh, be simple to do for my taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, a big, you know, $10,000 trade and then, you know, come February 1st or whatever, cash out, you know, and then just use that as my tax claim. But uh, I guess that would still be for next year, though. You know, if I yeah, if, if I cashed, cashed out next, yeah, if you cash out next year, that'd be for next year. Yeah, that's what. Oh man, it's gonna be uh, that's gonna be kind of stressful. Uh, yeah. Tax season. I, I, I was I was stressed out until I saw the software. Then I was like, oh man. Okay. Gonna I'm gonna sweet. I'm gonna definitely save this and uh, I'll make a note on the uh, show notes here and try to remind myself to go back to this. Huh. Yeah. Did you bring it up? Yeah, I'm looking at it track your crypto portfolio and taxes. It's kind of cool. Cause it does, it does say it tracks your investment performance. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see a little bit of the breakdown. Yeah. And if you're using MetaMask too, cause MetaMask is a little harder because it doesn't, you can't build an API from coin tracker to MetaMask. So, mm. you know, what you do if you, if you go into your ether scan or whatever your BTS scans are, you know, each network you use, you can go in there. You remember the ether scan and it shows you all your transactions. No. Um, it's uh, it's basically your wallet out there and it, it'll, it'll show you all your transactions. Anyway, if you go into your ether scan, you can do export, uh, export your transactions into a CSV file, which is like a Excel file or commerce separated value file. And from there, you can just take that file and upload it right to coin tracker. And it'll do all the all the stuff for you. Wow. So that's probably the hardest piece is getting that, but it, even then, it's, it's not that hard because it's all, you know. Oh man. It's usually affordable. So like if you're doing, you know, stuff on the Binance network, you got to go to BCS Scan and download your transactions. If you're doing stuff on the Ethereum network, you got to go to BC, you know, Ether Scan. I just was hooking up uh, Phantom because there's a DAO I want to get into. So, um, you know. I was hooking up Phantom, so I'm going to be on Phantom Network here soon, and that's F- FTM Scan is the Phantom Network. If you're on Avalanche, it's like AVAX Scan or something like that. So. Wow, that's um, as I I basically got uh, I got some business cards being uh, designed and printed right now for uh, oh, really? uh, crypto consulting type of thing. Oh, okay. just, just to hand to people, you know, because you get you get it a lot where people are, you know, you're talking about crypto and you can tell people are interested, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, it's, you know, it takes longer than a five minute discussion to oh. kind of get into crypto. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I want to I want to, you know, at least just expose people to it. You know, I don't know how to really make money on this so far, but it sounds like the taxes, I mean, and that is uh that's going to be a, a chunk of your crypto consulting right there yeah you know, just figuring the tax process like you said this this uh this uh coin tracker at, uh mm-hmm. website and like having all those uh sources to kind of go to to keep track of all this that's you know it's easy to basically go to Coinbase and you know buy some coins, <laughs> but like no, for sure you know, and that's what I holy people, moly. You know, when I start talking about it, I get excited about it. I'm telling people you got to get into you know crypto. You know it's it's, it's kind of hard because you know you'd, I guess it's just difficult to comprehend, and but people are interested because they're hearing more about it. So it's like you know I'm on a different level than them. So just yep. them to get 
exposure, it's like, okay, just go to your, you know, I just always say Coinbase, go to Coinbase, start an account, you know, move some money in there. Think of it like a 401k, you know, whatever you're putting into your 401k, take maybe, you know, 20% of that or whatever and put it into crypto instead yep. and just buy the stuff that, you know, like, you know, the big ones, Ethereum, um, Bitcoin, put a good percentage in that and, you know, at least half half your portfolio should be, you know, in the stuff that's trusted. And then, you know, once you get comfortable with that, then you might, you know, you start doing research and you're seeing the stuff, you know, doing good or you want to get more involved, then you can, you know, get to the more technical stuff of trying to set up a MetaMask and going down these other roads. But just the exposure of crypto and getting it in their hands and then kind of buying and, and seeing and just getting, you know, more in tune with the market is the first step. Yep. I kind of walked one of my buddies, uh, he finally caved because he's been giving me crap for eight months now because he's an Apple guy. He's got a bunch of Apple stock. And he's like, oh, you you know, you got to like diversify and, you know, you're too into crypto, you know, and I got my 401k. So he's like, he's just kind of a blowhard like that. But, but I, you know, I, I finally, he's like, okay, I want to buy some Bitcoin, you know, help me out. And we ended up going through it one night. And it was it was definitely um, I wouldn't say intimidating, but it was uh, overwhelming for him to have to enter all the uh, you know uh, KYC stuff and you know your bank account and mm-hmm. like he didn't he was very much turned off on um, yeah people get sketched out they're like yeah. hey this is too much information I don't feel like giving this out yep. You know? And like Binance US, but once you do a face scan, yep. you know, you put in your address, you know, you got to put in all your information. It's like a bank account though. Yeah. So that That's the money. part, <laughs> that's the part I noticed where I kind of want to, I listened to a podcast this week and it was like uh, Bitcoin for uh, new people. And they, mm-hmm. they kind of talked to, and, and these guys are pretty hardcore, uh, you know, that I can tell that they won't buy Bitcoin on Coinbase, you know, that because that's not your your wallet, not your keys type of guys. Yeah, and, there's some maximalists, you know, that don't believe in, you know, the government at all and don't want anything stored anywhere exactly. but on their wallet. And um, they talked about uh, a moon wallet, a blue wallet. They're, they're basically, and this is just, I think actually one of them does have altcoin capability, but they're mainly Bitcoin centric wallets that are you know you got to know your seed phrase and and uh, yep. uh they also mentioned the bitcoin atms and i guess that's a pretty pretty good way to get it you know buy bitcoin with cash and most of them they only want uh your phone number or an email or something so you don't really have to do any kind of facial recognition or uh tie mm-hmm. it to your uh, bank account which is kind of cool uh, I, I'm just so trying. That's the whole thing with decentralized, right? I mean, you don't want the, you know, people to figure out, I guess, what you're doing. Um, I think I, I prefer s- to just keep it safe and yeah, keep it centralized. Simple you know? too. It's a lot more easier. <laughs> I just wonder if you know, you know, I'm trying to come come at it as like a person that's, you know, I'm st- you know only advised probably two people, <laughs> so it's not like mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, uh, consultant yet but when you're doing right. this you you want to you know one of the drawbacks that i notice is people get real turned off on the all that stuff so if you could give them access to bitcoin without all the all the hoops and uh you know facial scans it would yeah. it would probably be beneficial you know and at least 
you know, then you can, you know, cause but, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, you know, there's something good about knowing though, that this is all tied to you. So it should be, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of a turnoff. You have to do this at the same time. It's like, okay, how do I know this is for sure mine? And how do I know it's secure and nobody else can get in it? You know, all these things have to happen. And then you have to have, you know, maybe two factor authentication. Seed phrase. Know, yeah. You kind of write down that seed phrase or password or, you know, they got to send you like Binance is always, anytime you do a transaction on Binance, you got to, they got to send you a, a text basically. And then you put the code in yeah. and then if you're doing a withdrawal, then you have to go one extra step after the code and go confirm an email. So yep. there's like three steps on Binance to get something withdrawn, which I mean, you know, then you know it's you and nobody can go yeah. take that shit out of your account. So I, I like that. I do like that service. It's just, I think it's more the, that, that step into crypto is, is really tough for people. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm just still trying to kind of figure out what would be the, you know, the best option for someone you know, with, yeah, people, people are just so used to dealing with their money one way. And so when it comes to dealing with their money a different way, they're just, you know, it's, it's different. And so this takes a little getting used to. I've, I've probably talked to a dozen people about the crypto and they, yeah, they get sketched out. I'd say half of them were like, Oh, I got to do this and that. A couple of them are like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, oh, <laughs> My mom did that. She's like, Nope. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, you know, everybody's their own person. You, I just, talk about it because i'm excited about the space and if you know i'm a friend with somebody i'm going to say hey dude this space is crazy because i believe in it so much uh, i have to say you know you gotta you, you, you can't sit back and i guess you know i guess do nothing essentially at least get a little bit of something in there so you can get some experience in there and then maybe you know dive in a little bit more but people when you're you know a lot of people you know just don't get you know think about their finances hardcore like that they just you know, do their thing, deal with their bank, you know, and yeah, typically people don't think about investments at all. I've noticed it's, uh, you know, they'll, they'll think about silver, you know, they'll think about those type of investments, your 401k. Mm-hmm. But when it, when it comes to actually, cause you know, Coinbase does make it really easy. Binance makes it, you know, pretty easy. It was an easy process for me to get on there, but you know, as far as, uh, securing, uh, a private wallet, you know, out of that, uh, that e- one of those ecosystems that's already created, you know, it, that's, um, it is intimidating. It is no doubt. I, I struggle with it. I mean, I had to watch videos and videos and videos to do phantom, which I'm working on right now. And I still haven't pulled the trigger on anything just cause I'm still, when I want to get confidence with it. So I'm trying to, I'm piecing, piecing it all together by watching a number of videos, trying to, trying to get that so i mean so is, even this experience that's trying to do a new one it's not you know it's not easy but is uh is phantom its own blockchain or are they running on something else i think phantom runs on a theory um, okay i was gonna look up that uh I think. it's a pretty cool website um crypto llama or, hmm, or, or llama but, you know, Phantom's its own e- ecosystem, so it has a number of things that's running on it already. So, like, Spooky Swap is Phantom Swap. So there's, you know, you have, you have what, Uniswap for Ethereum, you have Pancake Swap for Binance, and now Spooky Swap is for Phantom. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
can't figure so you out. Do most, of your, most of your transactions, and there's actually a bridge where you can bridge um, from your Ethereum blockchain to your Phantom blockchain on Spooky Swap, or you can bridge from Binance to Phantom on your Spooky Swap. So you can send coins to Phantom Network through a bridge on Spooky Swap. Wow. Yeah. I was just watching that one like an hour ago. Yeah, we, uh, you know, it's, that's the other thing I was kind of, because there's a couple companies here locally that are in California that are like uh, crypto consulting companies. Mm-hmm. And um, I've really thought about, you know, just uh, emailing them, you know, just to basically, you know, what would you, rec- you know, what classes or what would you recommend to, you know, get into this field? And I've like, cause I keep thinking, I don't know, I don't know where you're at with all the, the vaccine crap, but you know, at my work, I, I ended up getting a religious exemption, mm-hmm. but you know, like I don't, I have no faith that that's going to uh, protect me for very much longer. So it's like, I need to start figuring out a way to, yeah. you know, make an income, you know, you know, basically for myself outside of the the system, right? You know, and it, it would be a cool, uh, it'd be a cool uh, side job too. You know what I mean? Because it's something you know you're in inter- is as interested as in it as I am, mm-hmm. and it's uh it's only going to get bigger. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, as long as you you know you know how technology goes, as long as you're staying up to date, you're going to be, you know. F- up more up to date than anybody else type of thing. Yeah. Even though I, I I don't know shit really, but you know, at least like you said, you know more than everybody else around you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny. Yeah. I've I've had a couple people say, you should just be a consultant and help me. uh, Yes. That's my money. I don't have time for that. You should. I, I, and I'm wondering that, you know, something like that where, but then I guess they have to trust you with, you know, giving you their money. That's the thing is like, I don't want to, you know, I want to tell people, I guess, to get into it because I think, they're missing out if they don't, but I don't want to be responsible nope. for somebody's portfolio. And I think you probably need to be, it's, I think once you take money, then, then you're, you know, you're like an advisor, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a different deal. I think you got to have a business license and all that stuff where, a, yeah, a, essentially, I guess if you're just helping people navigate the system, yep, just a consultant, you know, yeah, figure it out so they can do this stuff. But that's yeah. like a, that's a valuable like a really valuable skill set right there, mm-hmm. you know, just, just being able to navigate through the, uh, the, the exchanges is, uh, that's a pretty, pretty big skill set just in itself. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, uh, I, I, I really want to keep pursuing this and, uh, you know, uh, I just, it's the tough one cause you're basically self learning is all your, you know, it's yeah. kind of your only option is to go on YouTube or whatever and self-learn, but it seem, seems like there would be a better process to get educated on this, you know, but I haven't really well, found you know, it. One of the guys said it the other day. He's like, you know, I went into a bookstore the other day. And I didn't see a single book on crypto. We're so early. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how many books on how to, you know, do crypto are there out there? Probably none. It's yeah. all basically YouTube or just documents from each person. There's no, yeah. Oh, I haven't it's... seen like, something explaining all the systems and how they all work and how you do stuff on them in yep. order to do stuff. Because I think if you did that and you made it like really user friendly, then you'd probably, you know, you'd get more 
you probably get quicker adoption. Um, you know, more people getting into it faster. I did. But, I mean, I think that the tools, though, over time will get simpler. Yeah, the and apps also help adoption. Yeah, the apps and do then, a pretty good job. I mean, but mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely. I don't know how long it took you. It sounds like it didn't take you very long, but you know, within, if you're super into it within a month, you're already going, okay, the coin I want's not on any of the, the apps, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you're like, it's not on the crypto.com. It's not on Coinbase. Well, I mean, it all depends on how you're hearing about it. Right. I mean, if you're just watching mainstream media, they're going to flip some weird stuff at you. They're probably, you know, this and this coin or doing that. You know, a lot of mainstream media, I guess, trash talks it a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why still, but, um, Oh, it's because they're, it's all the bankers. They don't, they don't like this yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. No way. So, uh, yeah. So it's like, I lost my train of thought on that one. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's super fascinating to me cause I, I can just, you can see the future. I mean, I've, I've heard people say it, you know, it's internet 2.0 type thing. You know, in Internet 3.0. 3.0. Yeah, the fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the fourth industrial industrial revolution myself because it's like <laughs> it's like computer chips inside of a cow that monitors the dairy pro you know production out of the yeah, cow. That's, that's one part of it, but it, you know the other part <laughs> of it's the metaverse, I guess. Yeah, blockchain, uh, blockchain, uh, uh cow you know yeah painting cows you know (laughs) you know like that this is the one unique cow that part i don't really like it's like oh your your cows uh dairy is down three percent so (laughs) we can see it in real time here you know (laughs) it's like yeah i'm not sure i like all that stuff but there's a company actually uh what what is it called jasmine they're they're building devices that work in the blockchain it's kind of trippy um they're a japanese company it just came on to Coinbase, I don't know, not not that long ago. But I liked it what they were doing, and I, you know, I bought a little bit just because it's pretty interesting. What's it so, do? You got to go look them up. Okay. They they build from what I saw. They they have devices that actually, you know, are blockchain type devices. Huh. So I don't know. I'm in that same realm, right? You're blockchaining your cow. Maybe you're blockchaining other stuff together. Yeah. These devices. I know one company I, I got I did a lot of research and got into is uh, V Chain, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's a an interesting one because it's like a product uh, inventory, and um, you know they track the the uh, product around, you know using blockchain, you know, and you can you can basically you know see wherever your product's at, uh, you know how far along the production line it is. Uh, it's kind of it's, but it's, I don't know. It hasn't. I got, you know, I got almost three thousand coins of that V chain, but it hasn't hasn't done anything I've heard, for. I've heard the V chain. Yeah, it's just, a, you know, sit on it and wait. I guess you know. I don't know what the market caps out on that, but yeah, it's actually it's a it's a pretty high. Um, but it's still it's like just kind of floating, not doing anything. Yeah, sometimes it just takes a while. Sometimes you know stuff when people when. You know, these things take off. It's usually on like some news of what they're going to do. And so they settle a price on a price based on what they promise. And it'll sit on that price. So what they promise comes true. And then 
and then they'll, you know, and then they can fluctuate a little bit from there. And then the next promise comes up and then they might jump. I don't know. Yeah. V chain is 22 on the 22nd on the list, but, uh, they haven't, uh, it's still at 15 cents, but it's, I think it's, it's so interesting. That's, that's the thing that's really cool about crypto that I think everybody listening to this probably already knows, but maybe they don't, that there's just so many different, you know, mechanisms for, uh, so many different styles of crypto, you know, that's, you know, yeah, when, I mean, basically so many different uses that the blockchain has it because of the technology. Yep. It's like, you know, this crazy secure technology that can do all kinds of stuff because of the way it's built. Limitless. So yep. Essentially, yep. you can build anything that's already built on the internet and more on it. Yep. Um, so think of anything that's on the internet now, basically, and if it comes out in the blockchain, it has, you know, potential, you know, like look at... Uh, was one that came out Amazon Web Services and the decentralized or decentralized Amazon Web Services is what they're saying. Hmm. So you know Amazon Web Services, right? They just run servers and clouds for people, right? And so that like Flux recently has popped quite a bit. They're they're like an Amazon Web Services and decentralized. So you can start up a server essentially or your app anywhere in the world, and it just runs on this decentralized blockchain. Um, so it kind of takes away, it takes out the middleman of like Amazon, hmm. you know, and basically makes it decentralized. Another one uh, that's doing that is called Stack OS. This is one kind of I'm hot on right now. Too. I've I heard of Stack. Bit, yeah. I bought a little bit of it was Stack OS. It's Stack, I think, and then there's Stack OS. Oh, it's different. Okay. It might be a little different. I've seen both of them out there, but Stack OS is another Amazon, you know, web services type stuff. Market cap is much lower than Flux is right now. Um, but they're also talking about nodes kind of like strong. So they're potentially going to allow you to create nodes. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I bought a little bit just in case it, you know, looks more like strong. And it's totally at, at a good price point right now, like 20, 20 cents or 15 cents a, a, a token. Hmm. So pretty low right now so i don't know i think it has potential i put a little bit in it just to have some but we'll see where it goes from here i uh i lucked out and then uh you know i'm still still waiting on my helium node but uh i lucked out it's supposed to come i'm in the next group of shipments so it's uh the shipments are going out this month and then i should be in the next set of uh, shipments i'm hoping by january but i ordered that thing you know in i think uh february or march or something like that <laughs> you know a year later it's been a year but uh do you see helium pop off no i haven't oh my gosh so uh is it a is it a stock or is it a crypto no it's a crypto no crypt crypto i don't i don't i don't well i do mess with stocks but only blockchain stocks so this this helium crypto is part of that thing you have yeah. Oh. Yeah, helium uh it's really a cool technology. I, uh it's a FM based FM uh radio based internet service. So it's like uh you basically get a little receiver and a sender uh broadcaster and you set it up on your uh your Wi-Fi or your cable or whatever and it uh 
you know, uh, sends a blockchain out to using FM transmission to the next helium node that's like around you. And, you know, basically for keeping that, uh, that network running with that node, you get rewarded in helium. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, so what it, what it pop up to, dude, it was, uh, I, and I, I luckily I bought, you know, I had, you know, seven or eight shares, seven or eight coins and it's, Mm -hmm. uh, I was just trying to look, it's at 50 bucks now, but, uh, when I, you know, when I bought it, it was probably, you know, 25 bucks. So that was pretty good. But the best part is, is, uh, I, I think it's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's a really cool technology too. That was what turned me on the most about it. Cause it's one of those technologies that they, they claim, you know, it's not like I've tested it, but that if the internet goes down, you know, as long as you have uh, some sort of power source, you'll still be able to, uh, you know, get email and have limited internet. That's pretty cool. Through the the FM uh, blockchain uh, setup that they have, it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know if it'll actually work that way, but I'm what's noticing the, what's the market cap on that thing. Something's happening with it because it's a uh, uh, five, looks like five billion. Oh, is it five billion? Okay. No, it's a it's number forty on a. I, it's it's just an interesting technology because I don't I've never heard of. There's not a lot of those those companies that are, you know, have a it's almost like an auxiliary blockchain off the internet. You know, I mean, like, that's what's so cool that's what's so cool about this whole thing. Yeah. Like you can invest you invested in this company early when they were just kind of essentially getting started. And now you're essentially a part of the company because you invested in it. You're like you know, you're like a capital investor early before the you know, before the big dog. <laughs> Yeah. What do you say? What does Tom Bill you say? Front running the institution. Um, you know, you're that's what's so cool about this whole realm is that you can get in early. Yeah. You do good. I I think too for me that it's the 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 vast array of technologies that that's the part that gets me. It's like wow, there's just like you said that you could literally wake up in the middle of the night with an idea and create it. You know. You know, if yeah. it's if it's some sort of you know got value, obviously it's got to have some sort of value to it. But exactly, I mean the, the whole the whole space is limitless as far as what you can you can apply. And I mean they're only just probably scratching the surface right now on what I mean. You know, we're still young in this blockchain age, and they're just scratching the surface on what they're doing. I mean NFTs and gaming is super hot right now. Um. Yeah, they need crazy. to they need to come out with uh, NFT because I would buy an NFT if it was off the Ethereum blockchain. You know what I mean? If I didn't have to pay that crazy gas fee to get, you know, a cool sword or like a cool uh, magic card for you know magic online card, you know, I'd probably yeah. do that. You know, but it's just uh, well, I think you can. Um, I don't know, like uh, OpenSea. I don't know. OpenSea is like one of the main um, NFT minting slash selling sites, but I wonder if you still have to hook up your wallet and do a transaction on the Ethereum network in order to buy on OpenSea. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the fees on that. It's have, interesting. Have you ever heard of uh, Strava? Uh, 
for oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's like the thing that keeps track of your yeah. workouts, right? Yeah, your your miles or if you're biking or running. Uh, I've I had this vision the other day of like a a Strava. You know, I wouldn't use Strava. You'd want to create your own app that just copies Strava mm-hmm. that tracks your you know uh, your output. Uh, say you know, for me, it'd be mountain biking or whatever that. You know, when you post your your thing, your friends or anybody really could reward you with, you know, whatever the token is, you know, sure. f- for the pictures and the the ride. You know, like, and then that's, you, you yeah, that'd be cool. That's a good idea. I like that. You could have anything too. It'd be like you know, whoever's got the top speed, you know, top score on the the that segment or whatever, they get rewarded in a certain right. amount, and it would like kind of. It'd basically be gamifying the the Strava uh, app. You know, you'd you'd basically yeah. be gaining uh, value out of you know because right yeah. now you do it just because you want people to see it and you're you're kind of proud of your ride or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you if you set it up so that you know you were like actually you know incentivized to make money, you know, because you I was thinking you could set it up to like you know have like cool pictures because a lot of guys do really cool pictures you know, of their rides and stuff. And, but, uh, it'd just be super easy to do that, but obviously you got to know, got to know how to make an app. And yeah, um, that's tough though, because, you know, I mean, Strava is one of those apps where you could probably cheat and drive like a bazillion miles and go claim your rewards. <laughs> you nice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe do like certified routes or something. I don't know. I mean, the, they have segments, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, segmented off. And honestly, you know, it, I've, I've done that a couple times where I'll leave my Strava on, on accident when I, when I, uh, drive home or whatever. Uh-huh. And you can see right off the bat that, you know, like I left it on and forgot, you know, it's right. not like you would be like, holy crap, you did a hundred miles today. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, you fucking left your shit on, dude. Like it, it would you be have like some algorithm based on speed and based on a speed yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah. You can, you can see it. Yeah. Cause your miles per hour is like way jacked up or whatever. But, uh, cool. okay. I, mean, I don't know. It is, I was just that's, thinking that's, about that. I like, I like the idea though, like some reward based system where you gain tokens for, you know, every mile, every 10 miles you do or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or, or even you, you, uh, you, I don't know if you, you'd basically donate to someone going, you know, that was a cool ride. You know, yeah, here's, donate, here's some tokens. Uh, yeah. So it's more donation based. Than, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In that crowd, it'd be kind of, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. Cause it, People are going to ride anyway, you know, it's not like they, they're they going to care, but, you know, Strava, it's just all about the views and feeling cool and like, you know, having a little ego trip, you know, about, oh, I kicked ass on that, that ride or whatever. But if like, if you somehow rewarded someone with money, you know, like a, some sort of value, Strava would be toast, you know, it would just, you'd immediately go to the other one. You wouldn't, you wouldn't ever log on to Strava anymore, you know? If you think about it in the metaverse, right? You have a pair of Oculus glasses and you're in the metaverse and you cruise over to the Strava site and you're like going through like, you know, what rides are where and you see, you know, somebody's ride and you want to watch that ride. What if you had, you know, you paid like, you know, hmm. a Strava token to watch the ride. Yeah. You know, and it's, if you had it like on your, your GoPro or something, yeah. you'd be like an Oculus vision watching this ride through GoPro. Interesting. Um, yeah. The meta, yeah. Some of those metaverse things that they're they're dreaming up. If you look at like Blocktopia and stuff, where you know you put on your you put on your your vision glasses and you're just walking around and you have YouTube over here and you have your channels and you can go, you know, all through there. 
or, you know, go on an adventure or go to Strava or, you know, do anything in the metaverse. Kind of The metaverse is going to be crazy. I don't know if you've been following what the potential is on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I have, because I, I was really into uh, Decentraland and, you know, I don't know if that's really considered, that's almost like a second life type, but it is kind of a metaverse because it's like a, you know, you're within the game. But uh, I, I do like that. I have to say, uh, since uh, who was that uh, something Paul guy, uh, Raul Paul? What? Oh, Raul Paul, yeah, Raul Paul. Raul Paul. Since he mentioned the uh, the game coins, uh, man, it just been like hot, dude. You know, game. Yeah, yeah, like Decentraland, that sandbox. Remember when I, I told you, I was like, oh, shit, I got Sandbox on this uh, MetaMask, and I didn't even know it. Oh, really? Remember, I don't know if you remember that. It was like, it's probably uh, not even a month ago, a month and oh, a half ago. Some, you bought some Sandbox? Uh, dude, back in probably February, I bought 100, you know, 100 bucks worth uh, Sandbox. Oh, nice. And now it's like, fuck, dude, it's like 300 and something bucks now, and I, you know. And uh, you I forgot about it. Yeah, I didn't even know I had it. But all the all those um the chilies, all those uh game coins have just like Yeah, the NFT stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I bought I bought some chilies recently. Um after they got signed that soccer team. Huh. Um I mean I'm sitting pretty even on them. But I just thought that, you know, next time they they, they pop get in on them but yeah that's uh yeah it's a whole nother realm yeah because i i know when i got into sandbox i was actually trying to i wanted to actually play the game you know like Mm -hmm. you know just for something to do it in the uh you know the kids go to bed or whatever i had a weekend off because i'm usually i don't play anymore but i used to play a lot of uh, magic the card game online and they have some of those uh basically you can earn crypto by playing these games yeah play to earn that's the new thing yeah axie yeah Maybe. yeah axe oh dude axie went crazy too that was another one that just fucking went nuts right whoa yeah uh, or i got i got into or or is a new one coming out um it's still early man it's still low market cap right now if you look at like qubit and what they're doing and they're like a 260 million dollar market cap huh. and or is in, it's got to be under 20, but they're going to be doing some crazy stuff. They have their own wallet already, hardware wallet thing that they got. Um, they're got, they're, we're going to be working with Xbox. They're going to have an Xbox wallet for their or tokens. Huh. I never even heard of that. That's a, that's yeah. a game. Yeah. It's a, it's a game and it's a, it's a, you know, the, or I guess, or system. Huh. Um, you might want to check it out. Yeah. I think they're, they're still way early, still, and it's on Binance, so it's cheap. Like O R or O R E, O R E. Yeah, you go into Coin Market Cap and then go click on their website. You can kind of go through. They got their team doc. Um, I follow them on Twitter. They, you know, put out AMAs. They opened their their new wallet on Twitter the other day. Oh, cool! Um, this is like a. Um uh fantasy type of game mm-hmm. like a cool they're gonna, be, they're gonna be much more than that they're they're gonna be doing some crazy stuff 
Yeah, because, I mean, if you... Nice, my MetaMask popped up as soon as I went on their website. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, if you could... I mean, why would you play Call of Duty when you could play, you know, crypto Call of Duty? Right. That That's my kind of point with that Strava. It's like, dude, if, if you made some... Just copy Call of Duty and just add some sort of monetary action to it and it's you're gonna you're gonna literally bankrupt call of duty right overnight type of thing mm-hmm. you know because why why would you you know you could go on call of duty and make money you know why would you go on the other call of duty you know yep, yep. i don't know play to earn yeah it seems like that would be something uh that's what we're doing right now but can you lose that's <laughs> the question and how much do you lose Oh yeah, because you definitely got to have some sort of loss uh, effect. Be a loss? Are you going to have to be paying tokens too at the same time? Or yes, earn the whole time. You'd have you have to pay. It'd be almost like a uh, arcade. You know, you got to put in some tokens to play the game. Yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a like I'm just talking old school arcades. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Some some of them you have to have. I've seen some of them where you have to have a certain number of tokens held in order to play. Yeah. I know Decentraland and Sandbox too. It's like, it ain't cheap to play that game, dude. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta like, uh, you gotta like pay for a lot and, uh, you gotta pay for all the little, the little, you know, like your couch that you put in your, your uh, well, condo or whatever. It's like, whoa. Can I get a big fuck that? <laughs> I was all into it because I was like, man, this because uh, you what it is is you know uh, you know Adidas and you know Starbucks our uh, storefronts are sponsored by Starbucks and Adidas and they're you know down the block from your condo that you paid in Sandbox. Yeah, you know, and it's like this but weird. To that, but to pay a bunch of money for that is kind of crazy to me. I know. I, I never. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, the the young generation might spend more time doing that, but it's yeah, in, virt- it's, in the virtual world, it's just not my type of game. Too that uh, that virtual world game, you know, it's kind of kind of boring. Yeah, you know, but if you did like a Call of Duty style one, though, it seems like that would be uh, that'd be the way to go. You know, some sort of sh- uh, first person shooter. Or- yep, come, yeah, look at Qubit too. Um, they're a little they're a little spendier on the. The market cap, I don't know. I have I have a little bit of them, but I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't throw a lot at it. But it might be one that you know huh. when it comes out. There's another one like Star Atlas. I don't know if you heard of Star Atlas. Nope. Quite a few of those crazy games that are coming out. Huh. Um, yeah, I think Or and Or and Cubit are the only games I have right now. And uh, I, I bought a couple of adult ones too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the adult, I mean, the adult industry does good anywhere. It's, you know. Yeah. They make they make billions of dollars. So what's what if OnlyFans was some kind of OnlyFans was on uh, like a crypto? Yeah. You know the 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 people might be able to make more money selling stuff. Like they're they're already doing it. They're doing the NFTs. So I got a couple of them. One's called Taboo. And another one's called XXX uh, Nifty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Why I love not? it. I love yeah, it. I'll play, 
I want to play any any area, at least a couple, and maybe one will take off. Huh. Um, Interesting. There's, there's another one out there called Pokin, and I don't know, but I like those other two better. They were already putting out NFTs. One's going to be more raunchier than the other. One's more like Playboy. The other one's more like Hustler. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I, I don't know. You know, they've doubled for me so far. Trip one tripled already, so I'm just hanging on to it. Um, yeah, boobs, boobs are awesome. <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs> Even digital boobs are okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to play a little bit in each arena. You know, I'm trying to yeah, diversify, that's, but diversify, like, yeah. not just in whatever, but I'm trying to diversify, like, picking stuff. And yep. That's the best way to go. Get, uh, get yourself the protocol, the blockchain protocol uh, stash, then get a DeFi stash, then uh, yeah, game stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Adult is... Stash. <laughs> this is this is all stuff like you know if you're going to be a consultant you know that's the other thing is maybe there is websites that I just don't know about that break down crypto into those segments right like you know, really like really fine I've looked I've looked for stuff but it has it's not but there's so much stuff coming out you know yeah and and those websites that keep track of it you know they kind of break it down a little bit but not nearly as good as it could be um so yeah, it's it's tough to get, you know, all it's like, you know, if you talk to somebody who's really into crypto, they just would know it because they learned it. But for somebody coming into it, they just have no idea because it's so much. Do you listen to any podcasts or anything? Um, I've been listening to some more Tom Bilyeu. I got I listened to his Michael Saylor one. Did you listen to that? I don't know if I sent that to you. Tom Bilyeu. Aha, see it. Remember, yeah, Tom Bilyeu. And it, uh, you got to watch that. Uh, Master, uh, Crypto Masterclass, I think is what it is, with Michael Saylor. Oh, man, he's got a lot of 2.46 million subscribers. Yeah, he's, uh, he, I mean, he talks to these, I mean, genius, I don't know. Genius, oh, uh, wow. I like I think I said, uh, a couple of those. But I, I like the style here. Yeah, he just brings on like kind of uh, experts and gurus type of thing, huh? Yeah, totally. Interviews. Watch the, dude, you have to watch the Michael Taylor one. It'll blow your mind. Yeah, the master class. I mean, I master see class. Yeah. That, that one talks. Yeah. He's, huh. I mean, he, the way he talks is kind of, you know, a little weird, but he's freaking smartest. Oh, no, I'm all, I'm all about uh, Sailor. He's a stud. That guy's like, I definitely uh, jive with that guy. When he's. When he starts talking, I start to feel smarter. <laughs> yeah, he's um, like being around him, just listening to the way he articulates it and and you know tells a story. It's just, yep, you know, it's fantastic. I like it. I like him too, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, there's another one on there called um, Robert Breedlove, and huh. that's more like I don't know origins of money and a lot in um, inflation. Hmm. And it's real, and then he gets into crypto. It's it's super intriguing. I've listened to that one twice. I've listened to all of them twice. Cool, all his, all his crypto ones. But I highly recommend the Robert Breedlove and the Michael Taylor. Both nice. I was subscribed to him, but he doesn't come up in my 
A feed, I, dang it. I might have sent you that um, Raul Paul one with him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember if I did. If you watched yeah. that. He comes up in my feed a lot, that guy. I've uh, mm-hmm. I've watched him a lot. He's a he's a all about Ethereum. And yeah, I, he is now. And I and I, <laughs> I, I and then he put it all in yeah. Ethereum. I mean, Ethereum's definitely gonna have a um, you know, just like everything really is gonna have a nice bull run here, but I like I said, I was looking at that that DeFi chart, it looked bad. Like uh, Ethereum's in trouble. You know, they're yeah. They're gonna. I within a year, Ethereum will be fifty percent of DeFi. Oh, you mean overall DeFi percent? Yeah, like just people using Ethereum for their their projects type of thing. Hold on one sec. I'm gonna plug this log that I gotta chop to my wife for firewood. Cool. We can ah! we can wrap it up too if you want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Live log chopping. We're going to go watch Shang-Chi. Cool. um, Marvel on uh, on Disney Plus. Sounds good. It was good talking to you, man. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. Corba, we'll we'll do this again soon. And um, uh, everybody, thanks. Thank Corb for showing up here or at least putting up, waiting for me. uh, No, that was awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get back together and uh, we got to figure out a, a business here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we do, man. I'm telling you. Anyway, all right. Uh, all right, bud. Take it easy. All right, later. later. All right, there goes Corb, also known as Crypto Corbin, coming out. He's he's uh, coming out of. Oregon up there in the north up in the woods uh anyway pretty cool discussion uh I hope everybody's still listening and uh got some value out of that there's a lot said there I should have been writing down half the stuff that was said just so that I could remember it tomorrow (laughs) but um uh, I want to thank everybody for coming back and listening to level up crypto um, I did find out that there is already a level up crypto on Twitter, which kind of bummed me out because I kind of made this podcast and thought that was a pretty cool name, but I'm going to have to figure out a new name for, uh, for this show just so I don't, I don't bite on to some other guy that's, uh, he seems like a pretty popular guy in crypto space too. So, but I, uh, once again, uh, yeah, coming out of uh, Southern California, I got the waves crashing in the background here, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, please uh, leave some comments, and uh, I do have an email. It uh, should be in the, sh- the description of the show. Feel free to email me and uh, discuss anything. And uh, Until next time, everybody.